Hey there, it's Vashti Sarah. Welcome back to Post Blog. If this is your first time listening, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog podcast. For those of you who this is not your first time listening, thank you for coming back. Thank you for plugging in. Thank you for staying tuned. And thank you for following along. Are you a good Christian? I just want to give you a moment to answer that for yourself. Whether you're driving, you're at home, you're sipping on your first cup of coffee for the morning, are you a good Christian? Now, I want to follow that question with, why would you say you are or you're not? I got asked that question a couple years back about a friend of mine. And I think if I remember correctly, they were trying to hire them for a position or give them a leadership position. So I get why they were asking that question. But whenever that person asked me that, I immediately thought about myself. I self-reflected for a moment and I thought, wow, what would someone else say about me? Would they say I was a good Christian? Would they have supporting evidence for that? And then I thought, Vashti, how would you answer that question for yourself? Are you a good Christian? And what supporting evidence do you have for that? In a Christian realm, if you've grown up in Christianity, you know that we define Christianity levels, per se, in strong versus weak. We separate Christianity and we say, oh, they're a strong Christian, they're a weak Christian. They should be in leadership. They are not ready for leadership. And I get that culture might be a little bit, eh, I get that. But the Bible also talks about those who are strong and weak in their faith. But we'll get to that later on. I want to dive into an article that I read from Drift Away Coffee. And it talked about the differences between light roast, medium roast, and dark roast. The writer Scott describes the uniqueness between each level and what makes one more unique than the other and what makes one stronger than the other. So he starts off with light roast. The light roast retains most of the original coffee characteristics, has the highest acidity and are the brightest of the three roast levels. So that coffee may not seem strong in color. It's a lot lighter in color, but its characteristics, the root of what it is, remains as is. It it remains the strongest. Then you go to medium roast. The medium roast has a darker brown color than a light roast, and it will look richer. That coffee contains oils that may be visible from the outward appearance. It contains a balance between acidity and it has a brighter, bolder taste than the light roast. And then you go to the dark roast. The dark roast has a brown, sometimes almost black in color. Coffee oils can be seen on the dark roasted beans. In the dark roast, you're almost exclusively tasting notes from the roast. The brightness of the light roast is replaced with the body in the dark roast, bold bodies and a richer taste. If that doesn't make you want coffee, I don't know what will. But I read this article and I immediately thought that's what Christianity's like. That's how we've broken up Christianity in terms of levels, weak versus strong Christians, or in this case, weak, medium, strong Christians. So what would weak Christians be? Weak Christians would fall under the light category of coffee roasting. Those are Christians who have accepted Jesus and sought salvation through their faith. They have a bright tenacity from their recent coming to Christ. However, they still struggle with who they were prior to salvation. These are Christians who recently accepted Jesus Christ. 
and they have that fire, that oomph. They want to be a part of this community. They want to serve the Lord. They want to be a part of worship. They want to sing hallelujah, and they're not ashamed of their faith. And then there's medium Christians. Medium Christians are per se seasoned Christians. And when I say seasoned Christians, I just mean that they've been through the mill a couple of years. They've been through this lifetime in Christianity. They've spent some time in prayer and fasting in God's word. They don't hide their faith. They have a balance between their faith walk and their struggles. They have a brighter, more fuller Christianity walk. They're not baby Christians. Light Christians are essentially baby Christians. They're just new to this. Medium Christians, they've gone through it. They've, they're seasoned. They've been through it a while. And then there's dark Christians, strong Christians. They're bold in nature. The love of Christ, who they follow, radiates through them. They know God and they make it known that they know God. They're not shy about what they believe and why they believe it. And the richness they walk in with Christ replaces the struggle. So even though they go through trials of many kinds, that doesn't stop them from showing those and not just showing those, but walking out their faith saying, this is a struggle and I may be weak, but my faith makes me strong. There are moments where I just struggle with God where you're at, but still I put my confidence in him. So coffee and Christians are a lot alike. Coffee remains coffee or the coffee bean remains a coffee bean until it curates. Christians, they're born into this world and they remain humans until they choose to be a part of the Christian faith. And how do you choose to be a part of the Christian faith? You die to yourself. And what do I mean by dying to yourself? I mean that you give up all rights to what you want to do in life and you say, Jesus, I trust you with my life. That's the whole idea of Christianity. It's saying, Jesus, I choose to believe in you. And I have faith that my belief in you is right. That's the process of curating. And then we choose from that point on to remain either light, medium, or dark. We choose to either be weak, regular, or strong Christians. While I am not a big advocate for compartmentalizing Christianity, I don't technically like groups and cliques. I don't like that kind of stuff because we kind of tend to shun people away. But in this particular episode, I want to emphasize the importance of moving towards dark or strong Christianity, moving forward, not remaining stagnant in your faith because your faith level is extremely important. Here's the thing. The Bible talks about this in Luke chapter eight. In Luke chapter eight, Jesus gives an example or a parable. A parable is a story that compares two things. And he says in Luke chapter eight, verse five, a farmer went to sow his seed. And as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. It was trampled on and the birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground. And when it came up, the plants withered away because they had no moisture. Other seed fell along the thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. So Jesus' followers, his disciples questioned him. What does this mean? What does this parable have to do with us? And Jesus explains the meaning of this parable, this comparison. He says in verse 11, this seed is the word of God. Those who along the path are the ones who hear 
and the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rocky ground are those who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but then they have no root. They believe for a while, but in the time of testing, they fall away. The seed that fell along thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they choke. They are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word, retain it, and by preserving, produce a crop. So Jesus made it plain and simple for us. Initially, he gave a parable that was somewhat confusing to the disciples, to his followers. And then he explains it and breaks it down and says, look, Christianity has to do with your heart. It has to do with where the word of God falls. And the whole good soil is a comparison of when the word is planted in our heart or hearts that soil, it determines what our Christian walk will look like. Some of us will hear the word of God. And then the moment something happens, we just wither away and we fall back to our old ways. Those are weak Christians. Then there's Christians who they hear the word, but they have no root. They became Christians not from a good heart. And then there are others who the testing of time just proved mm, they just weren't cut out for this. And I don't want to discourage y'all because I want to encourage more than anything else for you to persevere and to solidify what your Christian faith looks like. And then there's a last form of Christianity where the word of God is planted on good soil and good soil, like I said, is your heart. And whenever you plant anything in good soil, it has all the minerals, the organic plant and animal based materials that you need. It has air. It has water. Good soil produces good crop. And that's what Jesus was talking about. He wanted those who said, I believe in Jesus. I want to follow biblical principles. I want to do right. I want to serve God. I want to give my life and say, I trust you with it. Despite whatever circumstances that come my way, I want to submit. Good soil produces good fruit. We either crumble or walk out victorious depending on where we allow God's word to fall. So if we become Christians and we have hardened hearts and we really don't try and strive, we remain a weak Christian and we crumble under circumstances. We crumble under difficult situations. We fall back to our old ways. So if we struggled with alcoholism, we depend on alcohol through circumstances. If we struggled with profanity, we depend on profanity when we go through circumstances. If we struggle with depression and lack of faith and encouragement and hope, then we fall back on that attitude and those character traits. If we struggle with sexual immorality, pornography, masturbation, anything in that category, we fall back on those whenever we go through times that are difficult. Light and medium Christianity. While one is technically stronger than the other, the two, their foundation remains shaky when they go through trials. So my question to you, are you allowing God's word to fall in good soil? Are you doing rather than simply saying you're a Christian? Good soul is your heart. So where is your heart at? I had to answer that question for myself. So I want you to answer that question. If someone was to comment on you, if someone 
was to speak for you or to speak about you in your honor and to testify for you, would they say you're a strong or a weak Christian? And if you had to honestly testify for yourself, would you say you are a strong or a weak Christian? That's it for today, guys. Thank you for joining me on this episode. Remember to hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog Podcast. Same time, same place next week. I love y'all. But remember, God loves you most.